brought Bryce along with me. Hey guys, good to be and, here. Uh, we're gonna make this a brief committed man. Sorry we're late. Uh, we've been hanging out, going over this for a little bit, and so we're gonna share with y'all what we have. And uh, so I was talking to Bryce tonight, and uh, I was just talking. I was like, man, you know, I've been struggling finding the courage to get into my word. And I was like, you know, at the beginning of the year, I started in Genesis. I'm like halfway through and I have like fallen off and I'm like, man, it's just, it don't interest me. It feels like a chore to get into my word. And so, uh, so Bryce was talking to me and, and I have yet to read second Samuel. And he was like, there's so much more than, uh, than, you know, what you're into. And so the Bible can be a lot more interesting, a lot more fun than it shouldn't be a chore to read. And, uh, and so, Bryce is going to kind of share with you all something in Second Samuel. So, uh, we talked about some stuff that's it's actually First Samuel, but first Samuel. the same difference. Uh, you know, the Bible shouldn't be a chore to read. The first time that I read the Bible through, it took me two, probably two to three years, just because I wasn't reading very much. I'd fall off, and then I would run back over the same part I already read because it may be a week in between uh, opening it up. So, you know, I. I actually read that part twice and wouldn't remember it from the first time. Anyway, uh, I say all that to say that this I've gone. This is my second time through, and I started probably in November, and I can't put it down because it's you've you've seen it one time, and now you're getting to see it all again, and it's that second time through. It it's so much more fun to read, and you're getting so much out of it. Now I say all that because. It doesn't have to be your first time. You don't have to read it multiple times to enjoy it. Um, you can enjoy it on the first time through. You don't have to read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. You can start in any book that you like and then go to any book that you'd like. And you can read it slow. You can read it fast. The most important part is that you put in the time. Yes, you can listen to it. But I would encourage you, you know, I'm not telling you you got to, but I'm telling you you probably should read it put your eyes on the paper because you're going to take in so much more of it than if you're just passively listening while doing another task um and just some stories i want to point out here this is stuff that you're like you know i've heard of these stories but you know i never really considered what they were so we've heard of david and goliath what you may not know is that david was only 13 more than likely uh the uh Best estimates say he was about 13 years old. Uh, he was the youngest of all of his brothers. He fought Goliath. Wasn't much of a fight. It was pretty one-sided, obviously. But Goliath was 9 foot 6 inches tall. He wore a 30-pound helmet. Pick up a 30-pound dumbbell and put that on your neck. And that's how strong this guy was. A 30-pound helmet. He wore a 150-pound vest. His, his breastplate was 150 pounds. That's that's 180 pounds right there. He's carrying around an extra guy on him and fighting while doing so. His spear, the tip of his spear, weighed 30 pounds. Take a 30-pound dumbbell with a big wooden rod behind it and then chunk it. You know, He was a giant. He was a literal giant. Yeah. Speaking of giants, you may think, oh, he was just a tall guy. No. If you read Genesis, I skipped over this. I didn't realize this until someone told me. Like in Genesis, it's it, it's the 
uh, it talks about the fallen angels that lay with human women and created the Nephilim. And then from the Nephilim, there's lots of studying like this is possibly where where a lot of demons originated and stuff like that. So you, uh, <laughs> Sam, you're hilarious. Uh, there, um, there's all kinds of good stories that if you're not really paying attention, you'll you'll miss them. Um, so stories about the Nephilim and, and giants and uh, fallen angels and, and stuff like that. Uh, and then stories like in First Samuel, at the end of First Samuel, like chapter twenty-three, it talks about David's mighty men and David's mighty warriors. These were the the biggest and the baddest warriors that he had in his kingdom or under his under his leadership. Some of these men it reads like a Marvel comic. One of the guys killed eight hundred men by himself before guns with a sword. He killed eight hundred men. Uh, and didn't die. Another guy was surrounded by Philistines in a field, and he defended the field and killed all the Philistines. Not They weren't lining up 1v1. The way it reads, it wasn't 1v1 lining up one at a time. It was coming at him from all sides. He killed every single person. And then another guy chased a lion into a corner and killed it. Before guns, he did this. Chased First of all, can run after a lion, catch it, corner it up, and kill it. Uh, Samson. Well, David killed a bear and a lion before he killed Goliath. So he was at least 13 years old when he did that. Possibly even younger, killed a lion and a bear. That's unbelievable. Samson brought down a stone like temple slash pavilion slash building. Big stone because it was, you know... That's what they were using back then. And it had big pillars in it. And Samson said, let me put my two hands on the pillars so that I can feel what I'm standing against or whatever. Uh, and he puts his hands on there and he pushes the pillars apart. And drop, this building was so big, it held at least 3,000 people. Because that's how many people he killed when he pushed the pillars apart collapsed the building. It killed at least 3,000 people. So you know our church holds about 550 people. Multiply that by six and imagine the size of these pillars and this man pushed them apart, uh, collapsing the whole building. The prophet Elijah, I'll wrap up with this, ran 17, between 17 and 25 miles and he ran it faster than King Ahab's chariots. So he was running. I can't remember where they were going. But uh, he ran against King Ahab's horse-drawn chariots. He ran faster than the king's chariots, the king's horses, for 17 to 25 miles. Um, a marathon is 26.2 miles. So he ran almost a complete marathon, more than likely, over half a marathon, faster than, than a horse. And I say all this because it's not that these men were amazing men. These men were men of God who uh, the Bible says for most of these people, like like David and Samson and Elijah, that it says the Spirit of God came upon them mightily. That phrase is in the Bible. The Spirit of God came upon them mightily, and Samson did this. The Spirit of God came upon David mightily, and he slew Goliath. The Spirit of God came upon Elijah mightily, and they performed these amazing acts. 
because our God is is amazing. He equips us to he equips them to do these amazing physical feats. He also equips us to do everything that we need to do. And you know, I, I don't want to preach here, but I just want to encourage you guys to read your Bible and obviously you're going to learn a lot of good stuff. It's going to it's going to sanctify you. It's going to fill you up with everything you need. It's going to give you the tools you need like Pastor Jeremy talks about. It's bullets in your in your magazine. Um that's all well and good, and you need that. But also, it can be something that you enjoy. So it's not just a chore. It's not like, oh gosh, I've got to go do this. And you'll, you know, you stick to it because you're disciplined, or maybe you don't stick to it. Uh, maybe you're just kind of falling off because you don't enjoy it. But it can be something that you really, really look forward to and enjoy. So I encourage you to, you know, get online, find some overviews of like this stuff that's in the Bible, and find a book that you'll enjoy. Find a book that you'll actually read and and get the most out of it. And it's you can. There's no rule saying you can't enjoy uh, reading the Bible while you're while you're trying to chase after the Lord. Yep. So, absolutely. Uh, I guess I'll just finish up with. Uh, I want to challenge y'all. You know, along with myself, like I said earlier. You know, I've I've struggled. This is kind of how we brought this up tonight, and I. I've struggled, you know, I'm in a spot where it's like, man, it doesn't interest me and it feels like a chore. It's, it's, um, like Pastor Jeremy talks about, I'm just checking that box, like, mm-hmm. got my Bible read for today. I'm not picking it back up until tomorrow because whatever I read, I, I checked it off. I didn't retain it. And so, uh, I challenge y'all, you know, if this is something you're struggling with, find something that will, you know, that will really, you know, spark an interest in you to, to start that and, and then work from there. And that's what I'll be doing. You know, if this is something that's you're struggling with, I encourage you to do the same. And, uh, that's pretty much all I got, unless you want to add anything that's else. All, guys. So, well, y'all have a great week and sorry for being late. If you're having to watch this tomorrow. It was nice to get back on here and and do a commitment to my brother, and I look forward to seeing you guys again. Bye.